You obviously know Kung Fu. Hi, this is Matt Rutledge, director of the new movie Tribal Get Out Alive, a new martial arts action horror film independently made from the UK. And this is the Kung Fu Drive-In Podcast. Welcome to the Kung Fu Drive-In Podcast. Adjust your speaker box, sit back, relax, and remember, your Kung Fu may be good, but mine is better. Joining me tonight all the way from Dubai, and he, he can't tell me why, so we're not even going to go into it, but filmmaker, former stunt professional, uh, director of the film Tribal Get Out Alive, which is now available on Amazon Prime, Matt Rutledge. Matt, thank you so much for taking the time out to talk with the Kung Fu Driving Podcast. Pleasure. Absolute pleasure, Jeff. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. And now it's, it's great to, to finally have you. So, you, I mean, you are out in Dubai. We're not going to get into uh, what you're doing out there, but yeah. um, you are out all the way over there uh, amidst the pandemic. So I'm glad that you're safe. Uh, how are things going uh, all the way over there? Yeah, uh, fine at the moment. Um, obviously, particularly in Dubai, things aren't so so much affected as they have been in the UK and obviously in the US. Um, you know, obviously it's mask wearing indoors and outdoors here. Uh, whereas in the UK, you don't have to wear masks outdoors, but you do indoors. But um, cinemas are open. You know, they're already they're, they're showing some martial arts films. So I, <laughs> I got I got lucky last week. I got to see the new Mortal Kombat film uh, oh, nice. the cinema. So that's obviously one of the perks of uh, of being here at the moment. Um, because obviously, even in the UK, it's very uncertain when the cinemas are going to reopen. Um, and I, you know, I think a lot of people are missing out on on seeing films the way they're meant to be seen. You know, absolutely at, at yeah. the theater. Yeah, that's yeah for sure. Um, well, you saw Mortal Kombat. No spoilers. Which what's your take on it? Yeah, I I, I enjoyed it. I mean, it's it's very hard because I I enjoyed the other one as well. The, yes, the, the, the the first one, I really enjoyed it. But what I liked about this one is the fact that they just kind of turned it on its head. They did something completely different. Um, I think people who really like the game are going to like this, you know, because it, particularly on the gore levels, uh, it, it, you know, it really delivers. And uh, without wanting to give too many spoilers away, because people are going to hate me for that, but it is a very entertaining film. Excellent. Excellent. Good to hear. Another entertainment film, Tribal Get Out Alive. Currently uh, out on Amazon Prime, uh, you released that today on, on your social media. But um, it's a uh, an award winning film already. Uh, a few awards from uh, the Urban Action Showcase uh, and a couple of other festivals. Tell me about that uh, and how is the film being received out there? It's well, obviously, it was so tricky to release in a pandemic year. It, it came out majority. The majority of it was out in twenty twenty. Such a hard year, obviously, for distribution, particularly with it being an independent film as well. But somehow we seem to get it to the uh, um, to the, the there was a film market in March 2020. It sold in numerous territories in that month. Evolutionary Films being obviously the sales agent for the film, and uh, we got some good deals out of it. We got Fox Disney in uh, in the Far East, which was like a 10 to 15 country. Far East deal. So obviously Thailand, Cambodia, Philippines, Malaysia, uh, 
Hong Kong. It managed to get all those territories. Um, it's been released in the States already on Blu-ray and DVD prior to, obviously, the Amazon release. Uh, so it's definitely it's getting out there. It, you know, it's getting seen in other countries, which is, which is great. Um, so yeah, that's, that's all you can really hope for, you know, particularly when you make an independent film, you always run the risk. Will you get distribution, you know, um, think things like that. Will you get your money back? Cause you want to make another film. You, you want to build and, and make more, particularly more martial arts films. So fingers crossed tribal seems to have, seems to have done very well and, uh, and at least hold its own against the other independent movies. Good, good. Now, yeah, I want to get into that because uh, it's an interesting tack that you're taking there. But uh, the film stars Zara Fithian, fantastic martial artist. She does great work. Uh, I'm a, a fan of, of the things that she's uh, involved in. Um, how did you get involved with working with her? Uh, and uh, what about you specifically? Uh, what's your background as a, a martial arts practitioner? Well, my martial arts background isn't as uh, isn't as advanced and uh, experienced as Zara's. Let's put it that way. You know, <laughs> was it multiple thirteen time world kickboxing champion? I think I think she 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 is. So yeah, she's got some. Um, yeah, for me, I what I did was I studied several martial arts, but none to a very high extent, like obviously to black belt level, but I was studying a, a range of all different ones, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, you know, uh, Wing Chun, Taekwondo, uh, kickboxing, a, a whole range of them. And what I was looking at, I was trying to take moves from each of the martial arts and try and create a style on screen. That's, that, that's what I always wanted to do. So for me, being a more technical person technically minded in terms of how to frame the action scenes how to choreograph the action scenes I, I was studying martial arts more from that perspective as well as obviously a keep fit thing um so personally that's pretty much my martial arts background um zara a tremendous martial artist you know a uh, great actress. I've I've known her since I think around 2006. We worked on a film in in England called Underground, which was another independently made martial arts film. She was in that in that film. I was the fight coordinator for that film. And since then, we've we've always wanted to work together. We nearly worked together about ten years ago. We had a project uh, called SIM Card, which we were trying to get off the ground, and. Um, Natural disaster struck, actually. It was the ash cloud. I don't know if you remember the ash cloud. Well, we were all yeah. ready to go, take it to Cannes. And it, for one reason or another, it just didn't work out. But then fortunately, all these years later, uh, I get the phone call and uh, the offer to obviously do to do tribal. And with Zara being the main lead, uh, what a fantastic opportunity because as a director, you want you do want to work with the best people. You want to work with people who can not only bring out the best of you and you can hope you bring the best out of them. And because obviously I've worked with her before, I know how she works. I know the angles, hopefully, are how to shoot her. <laughs> and she's just great to work with on set. You know, you sometimes hear stories of people who aren't great to work with and things like that. Well, you know, she's obviously, she, she was a blessing to work with because she's just so easygoing and handles the action scenes like a pro. So yeah, I was very lucky. That's fantastic. Now, uh, is this your first feature film uh, directorial? 
It, it is, it is. I, I did do, a, a, how do I put it? I did do a couple of films before, but I never classed them technically as a full feature because they were a 45-minute TV pilot. And then I did a, a film which was 60 minutes and that got extended into a feature several years later. So it just didn't, they didn't feel like features, whereas this was a proper, from the start, this was a feature film. Whereas the others were just low-budget ones. I was building over the years to try and get to a feature length film level so technically yes this is my my first proper my first proper film <laughs> so yeah and it and it's a horror i'm not it horror is not my thing um so i'm more obviously a martial arts background i love martial arts movies so when the script came to me uh, fortunately the producers were open minded enough to allow me to inject some martial arts into the film because originally it was it was not there in tribal it was more gritty hand-to-hand combat but not definitive martial arts scenes so i think we were lucky in the end because when, when people see the finished product it's a martial arts horror i feel yeah. rather than a yeah, horror yeah. and originally it was penned as a as, as a horror film so uh, I, I hope people enjoy it as a bit of a hybrid of of two genres is a bit unusual coming out of the UK, you know, cause we're, we're certainly not known for our martial arts films in, in the UK. So, yeah. Well, yeah. No, and uh, let's get into that a little bit because uh, your IMDb states that you uh, focus on making martial arts movies. Why that genre? Why specifically martial arts? I always love martial arts films. I, I grew up, obviously first film I watched was pretty much enter the dragon, uh, enter the dragon, uh, Bloodsport, Kickboxer, Armor of God with Jackie Chan, uh, Drunken Tai Chi with Donnie Yen. So that was the that was my opening cluster of martial arts films. And as soon as I watched them, I they just struck a chord with me. I, I don't know whether it's because I was like I was twelve or thirteen years old. Perhaps I shouldn't have been allowed to watch them at such a young age. <laughs> you know, maybe maybe yeah. But I was very lucky in one way. But you know, I. My stories may be similar to some people. I was on at school, you know. I, I was one of these people who did. Uh, so I studied martial arts to learn how to defend myself. And then when I was watching the likes of Enter the Dragon, I could see, you know, what what looked to be a, a relatively slim, shorter person like Bruce Lee just be able to hold his own and just, you know, defend himself and against yeah. all of these people who are much bigger than him. I, I took a lot of inspiration from that as I know millions of people have. And, uh, that's what started me off in the genre. I just kept on, you know, obviously watched all the Bruce Lee films, Jackie Chan, Donnie Yen, Jet Li, Sammo Hung. That was my, that was my cluster. Obviously American wise, I, did, I watched a lot of Van Damme, Steven Seagal, you know, right. when I was, <laughs> when I was in those years. Yeah. So, so yeah, all that all that uh, formative yeah. filmmaking that uh, fed our uh, yeah. youth, right? Um, but yeah. uh, when when you were watching that, somehow you got started in stunts early on. So how did you get pulled in that direction? Well, I was doing a media production course at university, and I was just other people are making arty comedy films, dramas. I wanted to do some fight scenes. So every week I would film a fight scene for the course, and the first <laughs> one I ever did was probably awful. But then the week after, it would get a tiny bit better. And then two weeks later, it would get a tiny bit better than that. And this was in the days when we were editing on videotape, you know, so you got some idea how hard it would have been to 
to put stuff together. Um, after that, I decided to uh, I decided to make a forty to forty five minute uh, independent film, which was called Mersey Cop, also known as Fist of Justice, uh, which was what it was later distributed as, and that was just myself, um, my friend who was a, the cameraman and director on that. And he was basically filming me doing a pile of fight scenes, trying to play some kind of police officer in the city of Liverpool. And that's how I got started. And from that 40 to 45 minutes, I cut a three-minute showreel. I took it to the Cannes Film Festival. I went to the Cannes Film Festival for two or, three, two or three years running and somehow got it to Jackie Chan and Samo to be considered for the medallion. And that's what got me on the medallion. So basically I started by doing my, I had to do it myself. So as people probably know these days with the advent of mobile, you know, mobile phone, the videos are so good on mobile phones. You can just get out there and just shoot it yourself or get your friends to, to film something, edit it, and then try and get it to the, to the people that can hopefully put you in these uh, stunt positions. Yeah. Now, speaking of that, uh, you mentioned earlier that uh, when you were working with Zara, that you uh, hopefully knew how to film her and uh, and get her action on screen. Now, coming from a stunt background, that must have helped immensely when you were uh, getting behind the camera and filming this action, just because you're familiar with the moves as they need to be represented on screen, and uh, and on the other side, knowing how people have to move to to look good on screen. So I assume that went hand in hand. So how did that work out for you? Yeah, it was obviously when you watch, I've watched so many films. I mean, to give you an idea, I, I must have two to 3000 films in my collection and they're all martial arts. So <laughs> I, I like a lot of martial arts fans, you grow up on these films. So every week you're watching one or at least some scenes of one. So that just builds in your head and you just, it's second nature to you really on roughly how to film the fights and knowing how to do it. I think the the main thing is getting the angles right for the kick to show the extension of the leg, to get the contact in there, to make it look like it, you know, looks like a hit, um, you know, knowing timing. So obviously Zara's very good with her timing. It's important to get her some uh, stunt guys who, who are also good on timing to, to make the action scenes look very, very realistic. Um, but certainly watching the films was just the greatest research possible. You know, um, for me, it was always Yoon Wu-Ping, Sam Hung. They shoot the action so well, they still do. And uh, I, I was always watching their movies specifically to see, obviously, how they frame the camera uh, and take from that what the way I would like to shoot it because everybody's got their own style. You know, you, you'll you see the raid and you see Gareth Evans' style, the way he shoots it is just totally different to Samo, you know, totally different to Yu Wu Ping. They all have their own kind of styles. So it's up to me to, beginning with Tribal, hopefully to start kind of creating a, a bit of a style for, for, for the action. On that style note then, uh, because you had some martial arts background, uh, and you're working with real martial artists. Um, when you put action on screen, particularly martial arts, uh, they kind of have to deconstruct the whole martial arts movement because it can't be the actual move. It's got to be cinematic martial arts, right? Uh, you have to kind of deal with that to make it look cool on screen. So uh, regarding your style then, are you more interested in making the martial arts action look real or just look awesome? Well, I'd love it to be both, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. I mean, yeah, it, 
obviously both it, real definitely real but um it, it is nice obviously when it looks nice i do like a nice looking kick and a slow motion shot obviously of of the of the kick looking nice whereas obviously some films you see are quite gritty and they just want to show the not maybe not so much slow motion but just the grittiness of the action scene to make it look as realistic and the punches as forceful as possible but in terms of shooting the action for me it's all about um i always call it closing the gap it's like when you just don't want to see somebody waiting to be hit you know and that and that's one of the hardest things to get through when you do in the action scenes and it's it's something i'm constantly looking for um just keeping momentum keeping people on the move so when obviously the punches and kicks are thrown it looks like it's a continuous sequence because particularly at the moment i've i've done some single camera and some double camera particularly when you're doing single camera stuff you've got to make sure it's it's right because when you're editing it together um that's where it can sometimes find flaws because you know maybe the 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 fight is faster from one side and a bit slower on the other and you know this is why sometimes it helps to have multiple cameras right right now again you're you're doing martial arts uh films uh as a as a genre uh back when i was a kid in the 70s and the 80s that was it, man. That fed us for you know Saturday afternoons at uh, three o'clock. Uh, it was just the the whole kung fu fighting era. Is that era ripe for a comeback now? Do you think that there's a uh, a market there for the resurgence of martial arts movies? It's a. Do you know what? I would love to say yes to that. I would love. <laughs> I would love to. But instead of saying no, I think what's happened is it's kind of. What's the best? It's evolved, hasn't it? It's evolved. Yeah. They've 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 put martial arts in a modern, more modern day setting. They've mixed it into films like John Wick, The Raid. You know, um, it, it's kind of evolved in that way. Um, it, the seventies was such a boom. I mean, it was such a boom because obviously you had Bruce Lee, and he still is pretty much the pinnacle of martial arts cinema. You know, so when you've got somebody like that who's just like an absolute flagship of all time flagship for this, for this genre, everything that comes through at that time, it's bound to be, you know, very full on and very impactful. Whereas now we would all look back at that date and say, Oh, it's had its day. Will it come back? But I think it will, but just in slow pieces. But what I think is great is, you know, you've got the likes of warrior get into a third season, yeah. you know, yeah. warrior get into a third season. You've got Wu assassins on Netflix. You've, yep. There's lots of these, series um coming out as well as films mortal Kombat's obviously just come out so the genre is still alive and kicking and i think that's the important thing and i think there's still an audience a big audience that still wants to see martial arts as there is horror as a genre yeah, absolutely yeah uh, agreed agreed i think it's definitely um it's definitely there for the taking it, it requires filmmakers though like you who have the passion for it to really translate it well on screen um but with that in mind then uh you, you mentioned a few films uh and tv shows already are there other examples of entertainment out there uh that you would point to uh to say that uh, the martial arts genre is is alive and well and uh, is well represented here well Yes. I mean, for me, obviously, the, the It Man films, the It Man mm, series, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're just tremendous. Even the spin-off one they did, Mas- uh, is it, uh, I think it was Master, Master Z. Um, right, right, right. Yeah, gr- right. Great fight scenes. All The It Man ones, for me, are some of the best. Um, 
maybe they're not classed as martial arts films, but fight films, the Undisputed Threes, the Undisputed Fours with Scott yeah, Adkins. Yeah. They're, they're great representations of mixed martial arts, MMA, as well as obviously kickboxing. Um, but certainly both in East and West, we seem to be having a good, you know, a good amount of martial arts films coming out. Um, but, you know, hopefully there's going to be, you know, more to come in the upcoming years. So, <laughs> Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Um, what about you as a, a filmmaker? Who would you cite as your influences in terms of, of filmmaking? In filmmaking? Well, as, as a director, uh, not martial arts directors, bizarrely. John Woo, James Cameron, um, you know, big fans of, of both of those two people, just in terms of how they like to go about shooting an action scene the way they edit the action, you know, the, the, the scale uh, of obviously the film. Cause I, I would love to do whenever I do a film, even in tribal, when you, when people watch tribal, hopefully in, even though it's an independent film, they'll see some shots in there where they can see, I've tried to make it look bigger. I've tried to get some kind of a cinematic look to the film, um, which is, which is what I want to do. I just want to make it look nice and not look cheap and right, quickly, right. quickly shot. And, you know, wanted to really take my time and make the action uh, look good. Obviously we're all on time schedules. We get a certain amount of days to shoot the film and we've got to do it in that time. But, um, you know, you've just got to do the best as, uh, as what you can, but certainly yeah, James Cameron, John Woo, and on a martial arts action director front, I would, I would say Sammo Hung and Yuen Wu Ping, uh, particularly the two foremost for me in terms of, uh, action directing who I look up to. Yeah. All right. Um, and uh, in terms of uh, actors that you'd like to work with still, aside from the, the big names like Jackie Chan and Jet Li and things like that, are, are there uh, martial arts specific uh, actors that you'd like to work with? And then maybe non-martial arts talent that you'd like to work with one day? Yeah, so many, I, I think. Um, obviously, I'd like to work with Scott Adkins. That would be great at some point. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, I might be working with a good old friend of mine uh, called Mark Strange, another fantastically nice. talented martial artist who you probably saw yeah. in It Man 4. He fights He's great. Uh, the Bruce Lee character. Um, uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, might have <laughs> something there. Um, in terms of non-action, Oh, Charion Fat, I would have loved to work oh, with yeah. Charion Fat. I just, <laughs> I would have loved to. Uh, I don't know, who knows what will happen in the future, but uh, <laughs> somebody, somebody like that is great. And um, you know, obviously, I like a lot of the older, the older actors as well, like your Robert De Niro's, your Al Pacino's. Yeah. Um, not necessarily martial arts, but uh, sure, sure. still, still got a tremendous amount of respect of the films that they've done and the acting ability. Well, do you want to stay in that martial arts action genre or are you open to broadening uh, the horizon and doing some other styles of film? Totally open to doing other styles. I, I would love to do more martial arts films. That That's the aim sure, for me. Sure. I, I would like to, with Tribal being a bit of a launch pad, hopefully for me, um, I would like to continue that and try and do another uh, few martial arts films if I'm lucky enough to get the opportunity. Um, but yeah, if there's uh, dramas, you know, political thrillers, what, whatever it may be, I would, I would certainly consider it because at the end of the day, I want to work with 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 quality actors, you know. And if if that's not martial arts, then then great because I it's for me it's 
it's all part of the process in working with these people and making it a team, you know, a teamwork and a great movie at the end of the day. Cool. Uh, let's talk about Tribal a little bit. Um, sure. A lot of fantastic action in that. Um, some great bits of humor. Really good cast. Uh, do you have a favorite uh, sequence in that film? I have a f- yeah, I have a few. I mean, <laughs> on a comedy note, I like the bit where uh, Grayson Matthews, who plays Ollie, spills the test tubes because yeah. <laughs> there's a bit where they go in this lab without too many spoilers, um, and he spilt that. Well, he actually spilt that for real. <laughs> that, that that was not in the film. So it's one of those moments where hold on a minute. That's going in the film straight away because <laughs> nice. it, that suited his character. So, yeah, that was great. That's a nice little thing. But in terms of action scenes, I, I liked working on the end fight, um, the one between, obviously, uh, uh, Zara, Zara Pythian and Thomas Dodds, the, the end fight scene, because we actually got a full day for that fight. So that was the longest amount of time we got for an individual fight in Tribal. So we had a full... 12 hours plus uh, to do that fight scene, which was obviously very, very helpful. You managed to get the angles you want to do. And you don't have to just put the camera there and film a 10-move sequence without moving the camera. You know, um, you could do the different angles and the different things to make the sequence look more, you know, uh, a bit more cinematic. So I I like that scene. Um, But, yeah, there's... (laughs) Gosh, which which other ones are there? There's so there's so many other ones in there. Um, yeah, well, I don't want to give too many spoilers. Let's sure, just sure. hope people can go and watch it now. It's on Prime, so uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Now let me ask you real quickly. Um, I know Zara is obviously an accomplished martial artist. Is Thomas Dodd? Does he have a martial arts background? Because you guys made him look really good. Yes, he he does. Yes, yeah. Ex world kickboxing champion. Nice. Um, very yeah, very skilled martial artist. Uh, his first film as well. I think he did a great job in the movie with it being his first film. It's always it's always difficult, obviously, when you're not used to being on set with with obviously working with cast. We're doing big fight scenes, and that was a long fight scene he had with was, uh, yeah. with with Zara. You know, it was a it was a long fight scene, and it, for me, I like the fight because obviously it's a it's a man versus man versus woman fight, and it, there isn't too many where. We, you see them fighting empty hand, then it goes to weapons. I, I think it, we, you know, we were trying to do something a, a bit different with that, and uh, yeah, he he handled it very well, as did as did Zara. So uh, I hope people enjoy it. Yeah, I, and I think they will. And like you said, it is available on Prime right now. Um, one one more question about that fight, uh, the fight scenes, just in general, though. Um, was there a particular style that you? Uh, you drew from to uh, to put that all together, or were you? Did you leave it more in the hands of, say, like Zara and and Thomas to to work that out and uh, and make it look good? Well, for the for the Wing Chun scenes, we had uh, Samuel Kwok and Zara doing the choreography for the Wing Chun scenes. For the martial arts scenes in the film, the other fight scenes, it was a combination of Zara, uh, myself, Tom. Uh, uh, Chris Jones, who was also assistant choreographer, and we had another person called uh, Nick Khan, who was doing more of the weapons work. So any of the stuff you saw with the machetes, he choreographed all those sequences. So um, it was a it was a team effort, really. We we would do the previs, we would go to Zara's academy, we'd start doing the choreography. I would jump in and uh, add a few add a few moves. She would 
add a few moves, then it would slightly change. And that's how we worked it together. So uh, it was pretty much a team effort. And the good thing is everybody kind of respected everybody's opinion. And because uh, obviously, you know, some people have some ideas, they want to do it like this and you want to do it like that. But we all ultimately knew what we wanted to do. But particularly with tribal, it was a bit different because we couldn't do martial arts versus martial artists in scenes because they were the, cre the creatures. So they had to maul, they had to scratch, they had to wrestle. So it was a different kind of style. Uh, it was only later in the film we could actually get more into the, a bit more into the martial arts side of things um, for the fight scenes. But certainly it was a team effort. Cool. Uh, and uh, no spoilers, but uh, there's a possibility of a sequel uh, given the, uh, the the cliffhanger. <laughs> so um, do you have something in mind for that? Are, are you planning something? Well, I'd have to say watch this space, but yes, let's hope Excellent. something might be in the mix. Yes, very let's, cool. let's hope so. Um, I'd be very excited if it if it happens. I think it'd be, uh, um, there has been some ideas thrown about and I think it might be exciting for action audiences if it, if it happens. So yeah, uh, very excited if, if we can get that, that would be great. Excellent, excellent. All right, then, uh, other than uh, the potential of a sequel there, what else are you currently working on? What do you have in the pipeline? Without saying too much, I do have another martial arts film that I'm currently working on. I can't really say too much more than that, but I just hope that sometime this year uh, there may be an announcement about it. Uh, so... I guess it's a, it's a, you know, well, I have to just see how things go with the, I think it's always been difficult with the COVID situation, independent movies plus COVID don't sure. seem to marry too well. So I think it's just a case of uh, hanging in there and waiting till things just improve just a touch and then hopefully have, have some news for everybody. So <laughs> Very fingers <cool>. crossed. <laughs> Fingers crossed indeed then. Um, tell the audience then where they can go to follow along and, and keep up with uh, these developments as they happen. No problem. Well, for, for me, I'm on Instagram. So if you put in Kung Fu Matty with two Ys, I'm on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook under MJR Pictures. So please feel free to go there. And also on YouTube, I have a channel under MJR Pictures. So feel free to go there and obviously follow the videos. Um, but yeah. That's it. And obviously Tribal Get Out Alive has a Facebook page. They have an Instagram. So please go and follow it, go and like it and just support independent cinema because we need, you know, we need your support. We need to be able to get the chance to make more films like this. And without the fans, without the supporters and the martial arts fans, you know, we won't be allowed to do what we would love to do. So uh, keep us going. Absolutely support independent filmmaking uh, because independent filmmaking is where martial arts movies are being made right now and, and directors like Matt Rutledge here are doing that kind of work. And it's important work. Uh, that genre has to survive uh, and the guys like you are, are doing that for us. Uh, I know that there's a lot more to come from you, so I'm looking forward to it. And you know, if you, do, if you don't think that fans uh, can make an impact with filmmakers, Warrior got a season three because of the fan push behind that. So yeah. definitely, definitely support uh, Matt and his films and uh, independent filmmaking in general. Uh, Matt, thank you so much. Um, congratulations on, on Tribal. Best of luck with all the other films that you have going on. 
And please do continue to make martial arts films for those of us who grew up with it and uh, would like to see it come back again. Best of luck and stay safe out there. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much, Jeff. Yeah, you too. Stay safe and uh, fingers crossed, lots more martial arts. Lots. Much thanks to Matt Rutledge for stopping by the show all the way from Dubai. Guys, directors like Matt in the indie film community are where we have to look for the next great martial arts movies because Matt has the passion for the genre and the drive to keep Kung Fu alive. So give him your support and let the big studios know that this is the stuff that we must see more of. Speaking of must-sees, Tribal Get Out Alive is available now on Amazon Prime, so cue it up for a fun dose of martial arts mixed with horror and a little bit of comedy thrown in for good measure. Follow Matt and Tribal on all the socials, and those will be in the show notes to make it easy for you. Best of luck to Matt, and I hope to see much more from him very soon. Give me a follow on all my socials too, and stay tuned for some very cool events coming up to promote more great martial arts-inspired films and filmmakers. Until next time, Poison Clan. Peace. Poison Clan rocks the world. Shouting monks on the hands, running down the thousand stairs. The fate of Lee Khan, now's in King Yu's hands. With the fearless idea, roaming over the land. Yeah, the little bit soldier is old, otherwise, he wants a world of peace because he doesn't want to fight. Yo, got the venom mob laying down the law. Bruce Lee delivered kicks, guaranteed to raise jars. Fight for the cars, then pause here, but pause. Not again, back kicks will defeat the outlaws. Very good, but boards don't hit back. Yeah, the death jewels here, David is coming back. The Tai Chi master, Jetley's even faster. Could chat a little drink because he is the drunken master. Once upon a time in China, Rosa McQuan is real fine, but see, Maggie show his spine. Golden Swallow has arrived. Shang Chi movies will the hero will survive. We've got the brave archer make his way to the top of the mountain, gonna fight. May as well pick the spot. Yeah, the sky goes black, cause the vampire's back. We've got Lam Ching Ying to kill them all, so stand back. You place the black magic on the soul of the sword, and our sword will travel until his body's on floors. Yeah, Wing Chun Shaol in the mantis style. Yeah, the Feed the enemy and watch him run for miles Blood will spill now on the mountain tops When we bring back the soul of the legendary pops Walk to the tea house, belly for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting Ha! This time it's war We smash the place up with a dragon claws We're walking to the tea house, belly for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting Ha! This time it's war, we smash the place up with a dragon claw. See it's a game of death yo, you're facing the big boss It's once upon a time in China counting the TikTok The Shogun assassin slash and blood just drip drop The head kick, neck drop, balance the won't stop Wanna kill Bill, better get the assassins He's got Irma just in yellow but she is in the dragon But in the tea rooms, that's where it'll happen She got the bodies on the floor when the blood It'll splatter against the wall, no fear at all To kill them all, there's always blood spilled When you head into a war, fearless Unleashed The fist of legend that the car jet I'm Bolo Young, yo, I'll always be a beast You rumble in the Bronx, yo, I'm rumbling the streets And it's simple, see the facts are these It's only ever gonna be one Bruce Lee Walk into the tea house, ready for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting Ha! 
this time it's war. To smash the place up with a dragon claws. We're walking to the tea house, ready for some action. Drink a little wine, we get a drunk and then we fight.